0: Welcome everyone to Lala Rink. Merrimack gets set for their home finale, 2021-22 season. Warriors play game two this afternoon against the Northeastern Huskies, as uh, Merrimack looks to get the split and uh, determine where they're going to be in the postseason. Merrimack losing a six to one last night down at Matthews Arena. I'm with the Merrimack head coach Scott Borick and. Uh, Scott, maybe we could recap the last couple of games. Uh, We'll start with the game uh, out at UNH uh, back a week ago Saturday. Uh, Pretty solid effort, I thought, for the most part. Uh, You guys went up 4-1. UNH made things interesting there late in the third. But it seemed like a pretty good performance overall. What were your thoughts on the UNH game?
1: Yeah, no, I was pleased with it. Anytime you go on the road and get a win, it's a good win. Uh, I also thought, you know, we, we were first beginning of that game. I thought we started very slow and sluggish. Uh, but worked our way back, got good goaltending to be in the game at 1-1, uh, scoring that late goal in the first period. And then you know, I thought in the third period, in the second period, I thought we played really well, didn't capitalize only once, but um, third period played very well to the last seven, eight minutes, got a power play, uh, got a little loose on the forecheck in the power play, gave them an opportunity to score in the shorthand, got them back in the game, almost like we gave them CPR because they were not doing much at that point in the game. The game was kind of over. Um, so I, you know, I was disappointed in the fact that we let them back in, but I was really happy we were able to shut the door at the end and, and get out of there with the W that we needed.
0: I thought Liam Walsh was terrific, Scott, in that UNH game, really. One of the better games I thought he's played all year.
1: Yeah, I believe he had three points in the game. And Liam is, um, he's really good on both sides of the puck. He's one of our most trusted defensive players. And when, when one of your most trusted defensive players can get the points that he has recently in the second half, uh, then you, you know, you have a really good 200 foot player. And that's what Liam is. He's, um, he's been strong for us since he got here, but he's really evolved in the last three months, I think, of his career. Uh, and I think he's going to have a big night tonight and then moving forward in his career.
0: Uh, last night, Scott, you opened up a weekend series with Northeastern. Uh, things didn't go well. The Warriors lost 6-1. to You were tied after 20 minutes, and then things kind of got away from you in the second period. Uh, maybe your observations on the game last night. Well,
1: again, I thought we started slow, and they really started fast, and they got a very good team, probably the most skilled forward group that we've played. Um, but you know skill only matters when you give it space, and we gave it a lot of space in the first period and I played a really contained game. I give them credit for that because they were moving so well and uh, we didn 't uh, nullify it for sure. but we were fortunate to get out of that period um, you know and, and we had a one one game uh, and in the second period legitimately for the last the first ten minutes of the second period, I thought we had righted the ship thought we were playing pretty well. The game was a very even game at that point, uh, and then we made a couple of mistakes that led to two goals for them and they were an explosive team you know which got three chances to score it's only going to take them one um, and in both the situations their second and third goal there were mistakes by our team not funneling well getting distracted by a potential penalty call um, and it just ended up in the back of our net and that uh, had nothing to do with our goaltender obviously as you know being at the game played very well Zach Bourgiel uh, we just put him in situations that we hit really hard on him and the second and third goal were frustrating because they were extremely preventable um, but hopefully that's something we learned from and we move forward and because in the playoffs you can't you know, you can't give up one of those never mind two.
0: I thought a key was also, Scott, in that first period, you got the bench minor penalty, and then Northeastern was able to capitalize right away. That kind of swung the momentum uh, in their favor, I thought.
1: Yeah, it did. You know, we got the bench minor for too many men. I frankly thought it was a very bad call. Um, there have been times this year we've talked about uh, too many men on the ice, but it was only I was told it was only if the play, if the too many men on the ice affected the play. That one didn't affect the play. He called it when our guy was actually had one leg on the wall. Um, so I was frustrated with it for sure, as you can probably tell still today. Um, at that point in the hockey game, but it was, it was a mistake on our part. You know, we had a player calling to come off and another guy just jumped too early and got too eager. And that's what I thought our whole game was last night, frankly. I thought we were a little too eager, too anxious um and that's a, when you're emotional like that it's a double edged sword you know when things are going well you're really flying but when things turn you don't respond as well as you would if you weren't as emotional so i think that was the that was a key point in the game because at that point neither team had really created much offense we gave them really an easy look uh to make it one nothing and that was that was difficult to accept especially when it's a mental error uh but then we uh we were able to get back in the game ourselves and, and couldn't maintain that
0: well, Scott, you and I talked a little bit off air. Uh, Zach Borgiel got the start last night, and yes, he did give up six goals, but he also had 41 saves, and uh, uh, you mentioned that you thought he had a solid effort last night.
1: Yeah, I know, and even our meetings today, I, I was very certain to let the team know that you know the one guy in on the team that played for 60 was Zach, uh, and early on, he made some you know, great saves that kept us in the game. Uh, then in the second period, even in the second period when we got a little loose and we started to play a little bit too, maybe aggressively offensively and not back defensively, he made a couple more big saves. I, when a goalie gives you a chance to win like that, you got to capitalize, and we just didn't do that. And we knew going into the game, you're not going to give up three goals against them and win the hockey game. The goaltender is too strong. You're going to be lucky if you get four on him. So we had to, you know, keep that game close and be prepared to win a tight game. And you know the way we played and how loose we played, we were not.
0: Well, when you, when we're talking about adjustments, Scott, uh, where do you start in, in terms of cleaning things up from last night? We
1: just got to uh, start at taking away ice. You know, we have to take away ice on their rush, we have to take away ice on their D zone. Or uh, their offenses on our D zone. Uh, you know, skill is only skill when it has space to be in. You know, to occupy that skill. And I thought last night we just gave it way too much space, way over respected them, backed up against them in situations where I think we could have pressed, uh, and that made it very difficult for us to get anything you know started and really to get anything any momentum uh, moving forward. So that would be our key tonight: is taking taking away their space when they have the puck, uh, making sure we're physical in, our, in their end of the ice when we have a chance to get down there and be physical, get some guys against the glass. Um, because they love to skate. They love to get up and go, and they're a little bit of a front-runner team. When you let them do that, you're going to have to play catch-up with them, and you've got to be willing to put them against the glass. And if we do that tonight, I think we'll have a different result. Um, we've tried to line up ourselves in that regard, uh, so we'll see how we do.
0: Well, Scott, tonight's senior night. Uh, it's going to be the last regular season home game for uh, six seniors, Jandrick, uh, Newton, Drevich, Messner, Durflinger, and uh, Seifert. This is really a special group, Scott, and uh, uh, just maybe a, a word on these seniors and how uh, fun it was for you to coach these guys.
1: Well, ironically, four of them are transfers, right? And, and Steve Jandrick, uh, Jake Durflinger are just with us this year but have had a large impact on our season and, and uh, what I would consider a successful season. Both of them have played big roles for us. Uh, Max Newton's our captain after being here for six months last year, uh, elected by his teammates. That says all you really need to know about Max Newton. Uh, He's had a great year. Uh, He's a very good leader and he's been really good for our program and our campus. Mick Mesner transferred from Wisconsin. A similar situation. He's been in and out, but he's always played forward. He's always kept his eyes up. He's always tried to be a good practice player when he's not playing. Been a real good leader for our younger players to see that. Uh, And then the two guys who came with me, Logan Drevich and George Seifert, two guys who have really been through it. Logan, uh, we started and he was on the first line. He was on the first power play. He was our first PK. Our team was obviously not as strong as it is now, but he's able to carve out a role on a team that's much better. Uh, He can maintain most of his ice time and still make an impact on our game every night. Uh, Jordan Seifert's you know history here is well documented with the two major injuries. Uh, just the fact he's back playing and contributing in the last game of a playoff push uh, says what you need to know about Jordan. He's a wonderful young guy. He's been through a ton. Uh, he's come out the other side. A, a really good person and a really good player. So I'm excited for all all six of them. Uh, I just want to mention also that we have Finn Ryan, who's been managing with us for um, four years. He's a senior tonight as well, and his parents will be here. Uh, and you know, the funny thing with Finn is he's here every day and no one's you know, saying his name and no one's putting their hands together for him. And uh, But as coaches and as a staff, we fully appreciate the you know, complimentary services he's given us and the way he's helped our team.
0: Well, Scott, uh, this is the last regular season home game. We're certainly hoping there's going to be another home game here at Lotto Rink. Uh, the only way it won't happen is if you're the five seed and you have to go on the road to play the four, uh, the four team. But... I was wondering if you just had any messages from Merrimack Nation and the Merrimack fans who've uh, stood by you all uh, season long and uh, any messages as we prepare for the fans as we prepare to uh, get going in the playoffs here.
1: Well, the biggest one is thank you. I think that it's been a really fun house this year in this building. Our students have been elite. Our band, as we all know, is the best. And, uh, you know, and the, and the people in the community have come out for us. So we really appreciate that. You know, after the last year with COVID, the challenges is getting on campus, the challenges of getting in the buildings, uh, to have people come back like they have this year is wonderful. And it's, uh, you know, it's not lost on me or on any of the players or anyone in that program that, yes, we've moved in a very good direction. You know, we were obviously picked to be quite low, and we've put ourselves in 100 for second place which is really positive but that doesn't happen just by the team that happens by the community that happens by your fan base that happens by the momentum of the people around you uh, by the leadership of the school and community so we are you know hats off to all the people who have contributed to us our fans and our and our leadership and hopefully we can make them proud tonight and then moving forward in the playoffs
0: Great stuff, Scott. Uh, we will be with you if if Merrimack plays here. Mike and I, uh, hope we will we'll have a chance to call another game here. Thanks uh, all season long. Good luck tonight, and uh, we'll talk to you come playoff time. Thanks, John and Mike. Really appreciate it. Thank you for your service to Merrimack. All right, he's Merrimack head coach Scott Borick. When Mike Macknick and I return, we'll have the starting lineups from Lawler Rink next. You're tuned in to Merrimack Warrior Men's Hockey on the Merrimack Radio Sports Network and also on CBS.